0: Today on Worldwide Entertainment we have Juno award winning artist Drew Grange. The last time we spoke with you was at TDOT Fest, you were the headliner. Yes, yes, it's your boy Drew, we here at TDOT
1: Fest in the 6th, I'm about to go on about a half hour.
0: Could you tell us how it was performing at Ontario, please? Uh no, nah, yeah, it was it was
1: good. That was a couple years back now. I think yeah. that was yeah, it just was. before COVID, I think.
0: Yeah, just before the COVID broke. Yeah. Out.
1: Yeah, no, it was it was a good show, man. Like I always love supporting T Dot Fest. Um I, I was there when they were at Dundas Square also. Yeah. Uh, yeah, no, it's always it's always a good event, man. So I love to I love to support, you know, Toronto and and uh get involved in those types of events so now i was it was definitely good
0: yeah i seen you at another historic event the OVO fest when drake brought back all the artists that made an impact in the city how was that yeah,
1: that was that was crazy wow that was very unexpected to tell you the truth he gave us about seven days or eight days to prepare and uh wow. one of the members of my group in essence was all the way in Dubai and you know those times flights were hard yeah it was like, really hard to travel then so to get him back here in time and it was it had been 16 years since in essence had sang yeah. together yeah so took, yeah we had to kind of get the cobwebs off a little bit and like get get through the dance rehearsals and get everything prepared quickly but we knew if you know if 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 Drizzy's asking us to come out we got to come out and do it properly so um we were honored that he you know gave us our flowers so to speak and um and all the other artists that were there was just nice to kind of reunite with everyone you know big up to Socrates Maestro you know um the Rascals um Julie Black the list goes on it was nice to just come back and you know chaos it was nice to be around my peers again from that from those eras you know that was a nice surprise for everybody yeah,
0: yeah
1: yeah yeah man it was it was a crazy it was a crazy night amazing night
0: so did you catch the Super Bowl yesterday and the performance
1: I caught the performance I can't say I caught the show because I was in rehearsals, so I was back and forth from I wanted to make sure I caught the show because I'm a huge extra fan um yeah I think I think he definitely did his thing man I I, I love that that era of R&B was showcased on such a, on the biggest world stage, you know what I mean? So it was, um, it was a good look for, you know, for, for R&B, you know, real R&B heads. I think Usher really represented and um, yeah, he put on a stellar show as usual.
0: As expected, yeah. Yeah, man. (laughs) So Usher does a residency in Las Vegas and you're bringing that type of event to your city, what came yes. about. Uh, it was just really
1: number one. Like myself and my fiance, we've always been trying to. We always talked about saying, you know, I wish there was something in the city, you know, that we could get dressed up and you know have a nice dinner, but still be able to catch an authentic, you know, soul R B show with choreography, live band, and. You know, we couldn't find it. We couldn't find it anywhere. Yeah. And then with with all the residencies popping up in Vegas from, like you mentioned, Usher, then the new edition residency that's happening, yeah. it's, I, I really feel like um, there's really a focus on that, on these eras from the 80s, 90s, 2000s, the, those eras of R&B. So it's like, I'm thinking, well, for the people that can't, that don't wanna book a flight, book hotel, pay for the tickets to go to Vegas. You know, why not give them the option to have it right here in Toronto with the same sophistication, the same authentic quality of R&B and soul music, but it's right here in our city. So, yeah. So I created so I created Soul Nostalgic. And um with some, you know, changes that like at first it was going to be more of like a tribute type of show where, you know, we fully dressed in the outfits like from bbd and um, you know we were going to do the whole we may do it later but um after thinking about it i'm like you know what now i want to keep this a vegas style dining and show experience and you know vegas is always linked to you know well-dressed you know even from back in the days in the 70s 80s they're always well dressed in tuxedos black and white tuxedos um so that's That's how the look
0: that changed that's one thing my dad always talks about he says um because his brother used to sing R&B and Mm -hmm. he would take a comparison and said rappers don't dress in suits they don't work for their audience you know well dressed and everything I told him no but that's the appeal because he yeah you know Motown with Commodores yes like that so I see the difference why he t- says what he says but yeah man the
1: whole I think um you know and and not just that there's been a lot of tribute shows like with like Tina uh, Turner and Rod Stewart and yeah, even I mean, like you know further back like um you know like, like The Temptations and I feel like there's a new kind of era now of what is old school and old school is now my era <laughs> you know what I mean what I came up yeah. on which is new edition Bobby Brown uh BBD Tony 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 you know uh, of course Usher Neo Mario you know but even further back like Luther Vandross you know so I'm that's what I'm bringing is those types of artists that you haven't maybe really heard in this way yeah like covers wise like like I've never heard anyone do Tony 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 feels good you know Cover. No, I, 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 to. right I've never seen it so and it's it was such a smash it was such a big hit and as soon as people hear it the nostalgic vibe of that just comes rushing back you know yeah. so that's kind of why I put it together like this but with the sophistication of the tuxedos and you know more of a high class type of event you know for for our people though for our era you
0: know what I'm saying yeah yeah so You love to perform, obviously. I know there's a story of your first live performance. Could you tell us about it? Oh my gosh, (laughs) yes. Uh, I was
1: in the seventh or eighth grade and I was doing a a talent show performance, me and two other guys, big up to Maurizio, Ron Moffitt and uh, Felipe. And we were doing Can You Stand the Rain, new edition. And I had to come on so I had to walk on for my part so they so they did the first verse and I had to come on to the Ralph Tresvont part the um because I need somebody who will stand by me yeah through the good time so I but I had to walk on singing that first performance ever the shyest kid you'll ever meet so my face is shaking my legs were shaking trembling but um as soon as i got through the first couple lines and the you know the the, the audience went nuts and it kind of calmed me down it's like oh okay you know maybe i can actually do this you know so yeah. coming coming from being a really shy kid that was a big hurdle you know to get through but i'm glad i did it
0: yeah made it see that you could do it yeah man <laughs> so i see you're dedicated to the r&b soul style of music that was yes. like the 60s to early 2000s what would you say is the difference between the eras before the new millennium
1: mm-hmm. and- um well before the new millennium I would say there was a lot more um there was a lot more strict when it came to making sure you're singing on key and you're singing live You know, and there's not there wasn't as much lip syncing in in live shows or, you know, the whole auto tune discussion, you know, came up in the in the 2000s, you know, big up to T-Pain, you know, and uh, so that I think that's the difference is there was more pressure on the on your vocal ability from before. And as we come more to the modern day, that kind of diminished a little bit because of auto tune. You know, and uh a lot more artists started becoming singers that maybe weren't really vocalists, you know, yeah. before. Like I feel like there's singers now, people that call themselves singers right now aren't necessarily vocalists. <laughs> you know, what I'm saying they're singing when yeah, they're that, singing too.
0: I say the same thing sometimes when they say certain people are singers, but then I'm like, to me like singers is like K C Yes. Like, and saying, I'm like, but I guess it's what you just said. It's like, it's not vocalists.
1: Yeah, they're singers, you know, they're, that's they're what like, that's. What they so are. even if they're singing into the auto-tune, they're still singing, but you know, the, the auto-tune yeah. is fixing whatever needs to be fixed. So yeah, it totally
0: kinda, yeah.
1: Yeah, you know, it kinda changes the, um, you know, just the, the the level of vocal ability that you have to have nowadays
0: okay so you, so your residency is
1: gonna be live singing Straight. live singing brother live singing live music live dancing um you know it's gonna be an immersive experience so we're not just on the stage we're gonna come down in your face we're gonna be dancing with the audience we're gonna have the horn player blowing horns in your face guitar player coming off electric guitar you know um the way aqua supper club is set up there's like a big risen risen, I guess the word is risen (laughs) risen runway that goes through the whole restaurant so so we're able to come off the stage and now go on to the riser and actually come out to the people you know we can like we're coming down onto the floor and doing choreography on the floor in their face you know what I'm saying it's going to be an immersive experience so yeah when when they leave there they're going to be humming and tapping their foot to these these songs that they used to love yeah. and it's gonna be um we we really want to people to walk away feeling like they had an experience and it wasn't just a dinner and a show it was more of a immersive thing you know I want you know mm-hmm. someone to women to be like yo that dancer was like right in front of me you know this dancer you know maybe made me stand up and spun me around and give them that more that you know that more immersive feel
0: okay yeah man speaking of um upcoming artists someone coming into the game what advice would you give them about being in the business and working on their craft
1: man that if if you ask me this 10 years ago compared to now the answer is completely different (laughs) so you know because um now i would say as much as you need to put music out and get your streams up um you need to find other avenues than just streaming because yeah. we all know streaming doesn't make much money <laughs> like they've brought us back that feels like yeah. to the 1920s and 30s you know it's yeah. like artists are fighting to find ways to make money off their craft now because a million streams doesn't mean much you know Mm -hmm. um so you have to find other ways which is another reason why i created this residency because i had to take a step back from the music industry and say okay what can we do now to to make sure there's other streams of income more than just streaming your music you know so i would say branch out and find other streams of income that you can make from still doing your craft so if that means you got to go sing covers you know and you know within those covers you got to put in a couple of your originals to kind of start to build that audience from scratch you know it's 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 hard for new artists right now it's very difficult so i would say that would be my advice find other streams of income that you can bring in whether it's you're doing music for tv shows you're making music for movies you know you're you're doing a residency here you're doing vocal coaching for someone else you're doing stage coaching for another artist, which I also do. So it's just finding other other
0: streams of income within your passion. Yeah. Okay, that's so. What could we expect with the the playlists at the event? Woo, brother! <laughs> I, I've, I took my
1: time to really curate a list of songs yes. that. You know, sometimes when you're like. You know, you may be in a party and the and the DJ spins a record that you forgot how much you loved yeah. back in the day, and it just hits you like, "Oh, I used to love this record." Yeah, those are the types of songs that are in my playlist. Yeah. Um, like I said, it st- it stems from the '70s all the way to the early 2000s. That's a big, um,
0: big range, so
1: yeah, it's a long. It's a well, I mean, I'm I'm doing 19 songs.
0: 19. So, the show has
1: 19 songs so you know there's it's basically two 40-minute sets yeah so it's not just a little show this is a full full show um as we go on with the later dates I we I'll we'll be bringing in uh featured guests yeah um from week to week which will be um Toronto artists like we're going to start with Toronto artists obviously but yeah. we're going to be branching out to u.s artists that come through the city that are going to be doing a concert and they may want to dip out and be like yo i want to go hit up soul nostalgic and do a one song or whatever yeah, that's what we yeah. want to build it to so that even you know when artists come from other cities and other countries they know they got to hit up soul nostalgic on that thursday night you know so um but but we definitely want to you know make sure it's a show I'm doing like I said I'm doing 19 songs I'm dancing for about seven out of those 19 I'm dancing more than I've ever danced before um, big up to to Mark Samuels my choreographer and my my two dancers um Trey and and, and Mars are gonna be dancing with me and um like I said man, we're gonna be tuxedoed out the whole band everyone's in black tuxedos and um yeah man the show is gonna be something to something to look forward to so people if you're on the fence get your tickets and come out because you know you got to take your lady somewhere for Valentine's weekend ladies you got to take your man somewhere if you want something new you want something you know different from just the regular you know club experience or the regular dinner experience you want something new and fresh come out to to Aqua Supper Club
0: uh to check out Soul nostalgia okay Uh, so any lasting words that you want to tell Um, the audience
1: yeah man just um like I said we're gonna be at Aqua Suffer Club it's on the exhibition grounds free parking (laughs) you know what I mean so you don't have to worry about coming downtown and worrying about parking it's going to be an amazing show um I'll have some surprises in the show also and um I'm gonna be on breakfast television actually tomorrow morning to promote, so Valentine's morning will be on Breakfast Television, the whole band, the whole crew, uh, giving everyone a little, little, little taste of what they'll be able to see starting February 15th. So, Aqua Supper Club, February 15th. Come out, don't miss it. You'll be the one that'll be upset that you missed it. <laughs> yeah, so
0: everyone just go check it out. That's watch yes, it. Yes,
1: right. and follow me, follow me at Drew Grange, DR. Sorry, D-R-U-G-R-A-N-G-E.
0: Okay, and that's how you could find your music, too, online?
1: Yes, yes. Um, yeah, you, uh, you can just search me, D-R-U, on, on Spotify. Um, okay. and, on, um, and if you want to book Soul Nostalgic, just hit me up at soulnostalgicevents at gmail.com.